The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's have a look at Micron. Uh, uh, we've got Micron Technology, the largest maker of memory chips in the U.S. It came out with a weak forecast for the current quarter. Let's get to Ian King, Bloomberg News U.S. Semiconductor reporter. And Ian, A, what's behind it? And, you know, to have sales, they're saying, of about four and one quarter, one billion dollars in the period, compared with the analyst estimates of six billion, that's a huge, huge miss. Uh, how come? Yeah, what they're saying, Rish, is that, you know, look, this is a lot worse than we thought and we're taking drastic action. So we're just not going to put chips out there into the market. We're going to cut our production and, you know, our sales and our shipments are going to be sort of even worse than end demand and consumption for a short period. And we're doing that because we want to get rid of inventory in, in the market and get things back to a, a, a more reasonable balance between supply and demand. So, yes, very bad, a lot worse in the short term. But they're arguing that this is the way to clean things up and, and get the market back towards uh, a balance quicker. And as you've seen, the stock initially on those numbers went down very badly, reacted really aggressively badly down as much as like four or five percent and has come back on their explanation of how this is going to play out going forward. Ian, for, for, for those people that weren't paying too much attention to this space, uh, it must seem incredible because, you know, it wasn't too long ago we were talking about all these shortages in semiconductors and, and uh, some of the supply chain uh, restrictions and, and uh, issues, and now all of a sudden we've got, what, massive inventory oversupply? Yeah, no, that's uh, absolutely right. I mean, and, you know, the business that Micron in is in um, and Samsung Electronics and, and Hynix and Kyoxia in Japan is typically the most vulnerable, you know, sort of volatile market. You are literally a couple of quarters from, you know, feast to famine. And, and that's that's what's happened again this time. I mean, and it's a classic case of, you know, demand can shift in a matter of weeks. But production takes months and that's the you know an inventory because production takes months to go through a cycle what you ordered you don't get for three four months this is what you end up with and, and here we are again but we're talking memory chips i must say i'm a little bit ignorant of what all these various chips do do can you tell me how they stack up next to some of the other ones out there which uh, you know of course flash and uh things like also dram yeah, and I mean, you're asking a good question here. Uh, Flash and DRAM are two types, the two main types of memory chips. One acts as storage, that's flash memory, so that's storage in your iPhone, storage in your computer. DRAM acts as the short-term kind of holder for memory, which helps process data, predominantly in computers, but also in phones. The 
particular sort of characteristic of this market and what makes it so volatile is that they get traded like a commodity because you could, in theory, pull a DRAM chip made by Samsung out of uh, your PC and take something that you bought from Micron and plug it into the same thing and they would work in exactly the same way. Ian, we used to look at the at the transports as a very good uh, indicator of of the cyclicality uh, in in economies, uh, and people now say that chips do this for us. Uh, does does this sort of bode well for for growth in the global economy, say over the next year? Well, uh, you know, if if you're a chip investor, as you're seeing in in, in Micron's stock reaction after hours, you're looking for the bottom, right? The the bottom in chips kind of anticipates the recovery by sort of two quarters. So what people are looking at today is saying, look, we've seen this rapid fall off and it'll get worse. But that, re you know, if Micron is right and if this isn't an extended recession, then usually within two quarters or so, we'll start to see things growing again. And that's what Micron is indicating. So maybe this is the worst. Maybe this is the turning point. And as, as we've seen, chip stocks have absolutely been beaten up in the last 12 months and maybe this is a call that so it's industry wide yeah. um, memory tends to anticipate the rest of the industry yes I wanted to ask you about the plans that uh, some of these big companies have for expanding production in the United States. Now, I guess because what we're talking about here is real cyclicality, so maybe it doesn't affect these plans for these new plants, which are a couple of years down the road, but um, is there much of an impact on that? Um, Micron said that they're going to cut their spending on equipment uh, by 50%, which is a lot. That means that the, the factories will still get built, but they won't be equipped. So in theory, you've got this shell ready so that when things appear to pick up, you need that kind of six months lead time. You stick in the machinery in time for that and get that going then. So what they're saying is, you know, kind of a, a double-sided thing. Yes, we're going to build these plants. Thank you very much, U.S. government, for the money. Um, but maybe they won't come on this line as quickly as we perhaps thought they might. All right, Ian, thanks very much. Um, a lot of this was pre-announced, I suppose, so that's why the market reaction after hours wasn't too dramatic uh, losses, but only a little under 1%, I guess. Um, we've been chatting with Ian King, and he is our top reporter on semiconductors. Bloomberg News U.S. semiconductor reporter with us live. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.